What's up, Brookwood community? Hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're new to the show, this is the podcast about the area of Snellville, Lilburn, Lawrenceville-ish that makes up the Brookwood cluster. We want to talk with business owners, school faculty, local politicians, and pretty much any other leader in the community that's making a difference. Matt Klug is making a difference. The last three years have been the toughest of his life, and he has dealt with horrific loss. But what he's gained from that is perspective and the ability to understand what others dealing with loss are going through. With the help of his family, they have set up a charity that will help others like Matt get through tough times. Here's Matt and Patrick Klug with their story. One, two, three. What's up, Brookwood community? From the Dogwood Pizza Studios, this is the What's Up Brookwood podcast. All right, we're here with uh, Matt and Patrick Klug. Matt, tell us a little about, bit about yourself. I'm Matt. I graduated from Brookwood in 2018, this past May, and now I'm at the University of North Georgia at the Gainesville campus. Yeah, you like it there? Yeah, it's going pretty good so far. I like it. We got a lot of guys that work here that go there, too. So. Yeah. What do you do, Patrick? I'm a state farm agent. Oh, uh, yeah? I am. Live in Flowery Branch my, with my wife. We've been married for over six years. We've been together for 13 years. We've got cool. two little boys. Um, so do I. Nice. So, yeah. And what year did you graduate? I graduated from Brookwood 2005. And then our sister was Brookwood 2000. So we've been so in Brookwood all along. All along. <laughs> we moved here when I was in first grade. Nice. So Is that, is that all the family now? That's they, it. They've, everybody's graduated from Brookwood. Everybody's graduated from Brookwood. All right. Well, tell us about your foundation. So uh, the name November Smiles really came about because the last three Novembers have been really tough on us. Um, November of 2015, I lost my childhood best friend. He had a brain tumor they didn't know about, and he passed away in his sleep. In the November of 2016, uh, we lost our mom to after her 17-year battle with COPD, her you know breathing issues. And the following November, in November of 17, we lost our dad to a seven-year battle with cancer. So three straight Novembers were just, you know, pretty hard on our family, and we just went through so much tragedy. But we received so much support that, you know, they all they were telling us to pay it back, pay it forward. And we, you know, we finally, we thought, I want to I give back. But we realized we needed something like this, like a foundation to really, you know, truly give back and, you know, help. My goal was to help kids that went through this. And so the name November Smiles came about because we want to make these kids smile, and all that happened in November. So Patrick kind of put that together and called it November Smiles. But um, the whole idea of let's start this foundation to help these kids, really, like, it came to us this summer when we, it was on ESPN, this kid's team is playing for a chance to make it to the Little League World Series. If they won that game, they would be in. they go to Williamsport to play in it. And it came across the screen that he was – he was on this team, and he's been on this team for a while. Pittsfield, Massachusetts this is his hometown. So, you know, they're playing They're playing for their family. They're playing for that, that city. And it comes on the screen that he lost his dad nine months ago, and he's 12 years old. And he lost his dad. And the, I actually have the quote. It says, my dad is my role model. He passed away nine months ago. Things are tough because he has coached me in baseball since I was a baby, teaching me how to get better. He would love to be here today at the regionals watching me play. And so as soon as, I, as soon as I saw that on the screen, that hit me like I lost my dad. I lost my mom, too. Um, and she was gone for my junior year of baseball. But then I, I didn't have either of my parents for my senior year of baseball. No senior night, no playoffs, anything. So Graduation. Graduation, prom, you know, all that stuff. All stuff yeah, so it's like I see this kid who's he's only 12, and he's like, I wish my dad was here watching me play. And I'm like, I relate to that like crazy. 
So I reached out. I found his mom. I Googled his name, and I found the GoFundMe for when their dad passed. And I found his mom's name. So I reached out to her on Facebook, and so did Patrick. And we just kind of connected with them. And we were messaging back and forth for a month or two, you know, just giving them kind words and saying if there's anything we can do to help your boys. Um, that kid, his name is Cam. He also has an older brother named Zach. So Cam and Zach, you know, I, I told Sherry, their mom, I said, you know, I want to connect with them and help them. And if there's any, anything I can do to, you know, talk to them or just make them feel better because I've been through that too. But after, like, you know, talking to them for a while, we really wanted to do more. And so we started finding out some more information, like they were big Yankees fans. And so we, um, we started to put together this little care package. And we got them some hoodies, some shirts, some baseball cards. But then uh, coming up, the Yankees were about to play the Athletics in the wild card game at Yankee Stadium. And so we had the idea that we, we want to send these kids to this game just because that would be such a cool experience because it was coming up on a year since their dad passed. So that would just be such a good way to get their mind off of things and just let them go have a good night. And so we bought them tickets to the Yankees uh, playoff wild card game at Yankee Stadium. We actually, through me getting drafted with the White Sox, which I can explain more about, yeah. um, we have that connection with the White Sox, the PR, the people like that. So Patrick sent one of the PR guy a text, Scott Reifert, you know, he kind of explained the situation with these Yankees fans. And he said, if there's any way you can reach out to the Yankees, you know, that'd be awesome. And so Scott was like, yeah, of course, you know, no promises, but I can try. And so he emails the Yankees this whole story. And uh, we knew that their favorite players were Aaron Judge and Glaber Torres. And about a week later, we're sitting there and Patrick gets a call on his phone from New York. And he silenced it right away because it's just a random call from New York. But then he's like, what if it's the Yankees? Kind of joking. And he answers it and he gets this look on his face and he's like, it's the Yankees. And so he comes back out of his room after talking to the Yankees. And they're, they're, they tell him that they're going to send us a bat, two bats, personalized by Aaron Judge and Glaber Torres for these two kids. Cool. So we get those and we send them the package in September coming up a few weeks before the one-year anniversary of their dad, which that's really what, that's why kind of the care package thing came about because so many people reached out to us with, like, food and, like, clothes for me and, you know, a pair of shoes, stuff like that. Especially the Brookwood community. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially Brookwood. Brookwood. Brookwood is good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had uh, my friend and his girlfriend give me a whole Angelo, quarterback, third baseman. Um, everyone around here knows him. Um, him and his girlfriend Caroline, they gave me a box full of just food and clothes and just all kinds of stuff. And teachers would do the same, just stuff like that. And so, you know, I got these like care package type things. So we thought we should do the same for these kids. And so their mom recorded them opening up that box and we watched it. And it's just like, it felt so good to see, like the kids started crying, the mom was crying. And it's just like, it felt so good to see them do that, that I was like, I want to do this over and over again. But Patrick was like, well, we can't do this out of pocket every time. We need, you know, we need a way for people to donate. And we need a way to raise money so we can keep doing this. And so we just kind of, we started turning November Smiles into like, actually, let's, let's do it and let's make it happen. And so we got, he got his friend, um, he actually lives in Germany now, to make us a logo. And we just, you know, started. It's a nice logo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. He, he and the cost was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um. Yeah, we you know started filing for what we needed to do. He knows more about that side of it, but you know we just started doing the things we needed to do to make it official, and we're I think it's going pretty well so far. So we we want to help kids that have lost a parent or a loved one, 
and because you know we've been through that and we know how these kids they can feel alone they can feel scared they don't you know they don't know what they're going through um they're just like kind of confused like what is my life right now like we because like we we actually received an email about a kid we're going to work on that's 10 years old and he's lost both parents already so it's like what what's that kid feeling so it's stories like that where we just want to help out you know it's if a kid if a kid goes through that and I've been through that too, there's no reason for me to not help. Like I know, I don't know how to fix it, but I know you know I, I have know an idea. Yeah, I have an idea of what to say, what can help, what can make them smile. So it's like, if if I have if I've been through this, why would I not help? Like why would I not give back if I know if I know what they're going through and know how that felt to me? I would feel bad to not help them. You know. Mm-hmm. And so you you've talked with Titus. I know you've talked mm-hmm. with uh, with Coach Jones, and they're always willing to help i'm sure yeah um did titus set up the white Sox thing how did how did that come about so he he played a part in it he'll tell you he had nothing wait, wait, to do wait, wait, with wait. it we need to know you what the white Sox yeah, thing tell the whole is. story <laughs> okay so uh in june i was actually uh, drafted by the white Sox, um but not because i was a great baseball player or anything it's because of my story and how i responded you know to the story of losing my parents losing my childhood best friend and so it was just a normal day in the summer. I was with Patrick, and the night before, I was actually at the Positive Athlete Award. I was given an award um, named I was named the most positive baseball player in the state of Georgia, actually. And so it was already a week. Um, there was also another awards banquet that weekend, the previous weekend that I went to, and to win the Gino Vizzi Character Award. And... So it was a, already a week that was, like, full of, you know, busy, like, award ceremonies and banquets, stuff like that. And I got a call from Coach Martin, which this was a, this was about a week after graduation. So I'm like, why is Coach Martin calling me right now? And he was just saying, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't be there last night. He was busy at the Positive Athlete Awards. And he was, you know, just talking normal, like, how's your summer going? You know, how's, how's the field to be graduated? Stuff like that. And then at the end, he's just like, oh, yeah, there's this White Sox scout named Kevin Burrow, and he wants you to give him a call. And I'm like, why does this White Sox scout want me to give him a call? We're getting tickets. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But that's why he wants you to call him. Yeah. And so I call, I hang up and I get the number from Coach Martin and I call him. And he's just like, hey, Matt, this is Kevin Burrow with the White Sox. And we're going to draft you in the 38th round as, you know, like a courtesy. Like we heard your story. We want to do something nice for you. And just he he actually said, we just want to do a little something for you. And I was like, a little something. Like I'm getting drafted. Like. Um, well, first you were like, who's what? Which one of my friends are messing with me right now? Yeah, like, who's playing this? Yeah, joke I'm like, like how's this happening? I think you're trying to reach Will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he told me that, and then uh, we got home and pulled up the like draft tracker on the computer, and we heard my name get called, and that was just that was awesome. Cool. And um, I hope you recorded it. Yeah, we did. We did. I got it on the phone. <laughs> yeah, and Coach Martin won't take credit for it, but he started it because back in April yeah. he reached out to the Gwinnett Daily Post uh, to write an article about him, mm-hmm. and that's really what started all of it because the all the scouts they all knew Will, so they were all around the program, and before one of the home games, a Brewer scout pulled him aside, and he was like, "You're Matt Klug. You pulled you out of the dugout, right?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Come here." And so he leaves the dugout, and he's like, "Who is this guy?" And he was like, "Hey, I'm Steve Smith with the with the Brewers. Just wanted to let you know I've heard your story. Um, you know, I, if I could find kids with your character, they'd be first round picks all day long." And he's like, "I'm thinking about you and praying for you." Um, well, then the Brewers he gave us tickets for when the Brewers came to town, so we got to to go out to that game, and he came out and sat with us and met with us. Um, and then the White Sox guys they got to talking. One of them read it on a plane, 
and he sent it to the director of scouting and he was like have you seen this and Nick Hofstetler is his name and he was Nick's the director of scouting and Nick was like actually I have and Kevin was like are you thinking what I'm thinking and Nick was like absolutely so Coach Martin knew about it for what two months Mm -hmm. and he kept his mouth shut um, and it was uh, it was it was a, such a surprise. It was it was awesome though. Yeah. So I was supposed to be going to Cooperstown because my nephew was playing in the tournament that week. I was supposed to be going up there with my sister, but uh, Coach Martin kept telling him like I want him to stay home. There's something big happening this week, but I can't tell you. Can tell you. And he, he that's all he said about it. And so I actually I ended up getting sick that week. So that was another reason I didn't go. And so I mean obviously I wish I could have you know gone up there, but now I'm pretty glad that I ended up staying home and had all that happen. Yeah. Um, and then the same night that I got my name called, I, uh, I was on a conference call with the White Sox, like media people, people from the Chicago Sun-Times and the Chicago Tribune. Like, it was just like, as soon as it happened, it was just like, it spread like wildfire, like all these things happening, articles and radio shows and stuff like that, the news. Yeah. Um, I was on Fox 5 and NBC. Like, it was just, it was just crazy how, how the story just got out there and like all these people started like, they wanted me to tell my story. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the Brooklyn community. Anytime I share one of those mm-hmm. stories, the Brooklyn community just loves that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Ron Gant came out to, this, to came out to Brookwood and mm-hmm. interviewed him at the field, and um, Freddie Freeman heard the story, and they, he brought us out to SunTrust, yeah. and we met Freddie Dansby Swanson, mm-hmm. um, Coach Snicker, who's you know staple here. Um, his son's actually a hitting coach for the Astros now. Yeah, hey, I just read that. That's actually. awesome. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't just. The White Sox. I mean, it, it kind of it blew up, and Ron Gam might not mean a lot to you, but yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's what he that's what we, were, we were telling Coach Martin and Coach Parham. Coach Parham was joking. He's like, "Who is that guy again?" <laughs> what? Um, he was. Yeah, he was kidding. <laughs> but um, all the kids, because it was during Brookwood's baseball camp, yeah. so they did it while all the kids were on the field. And I was talking to, to Coach Martin. And I was like, "These kids don't even know who that is." Like, right. one of the moms was like, "Will you sign a ball for me?" And she had one of those like cheap balls, so I was like, Coach Martin, we give her a baseball. So he gave her a ball, and Ron, Ron Gant was great. But um, yeah, no, the kids had no idea who that was. They don't right. know that that's Ron no. Gant. <laughs> he, even him, he's like, wait, I mean, I've heard the name. I don't know who it is, yeah. but like y'all know really who that is. Yeah, yeah. we watched him a little muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, um, so I mean, how else have the has Brookwood? You talked to Coach Jones. We talked to Coach Jones. Um, you know, football season just ended for Brookwood, unfortunately. So, especially next season when the you know games start coming up, coming up, uh, we're gonna you know try to find some ways to get it going in some games and get the word out there. You know, maybe like a fifty-fifty raffle, that sort of thing. But um, you know, Coach Jones, you know, of course, he said the football program, you know, they're supporting us completely, and you know, he has our back. And if it, there's anything he can do to help us spread, you know, he wants to do it. Because, you know, the football, anything at Brookwood Athletics, but especially football and Coach Jones and, of course, baseball, since I played in the baseball program, mm-hmm. they're just super, like, you know, they're super welcoming and they're just willing to do whatever they can do to help you. You know, it's crazy yeah. that... Coach Jones is such a great guy. Yeah, He's he a is. He's older than yeah, me. And, the the mm-hmm. Brookwood coaches are just exceptional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. Just just in life, in sports, it, mm-hmm. it's they're really, really yeah. good guys. Yeah, and Coach Katz was a year younger than me, so yeah. we, were, we were friends in high school and... He was. I think he was more excited about it than we were. Yeah. And so we've already got some pretty big things in the works with him. And that's cool. I love how Brooklyn keeps bringing back the the old players, you know, or yeah. old students. Yeah. And we've got we've got a couple nominees. We've got one. We can say it because this probably won't air before tomorrow, right? No. Um, he's a Parkview kid. Um, he lost his mom to breast cancer in 2017, and his dad to brain cancer in 2015. Um, he's a huge soccer fan. So we're sending him to the United game tomorrow. We bought him a jersey, some other stuff, him and his sister. Uh, he's a senior at Parkview, and his sister's a sophomore at Georgia. 
Um, so we got them tickets to the United game. Tomorrow's the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, so they'll be at Mercedes-Benz. Got them some pretty decent seats. Um, and, you know, it was just hearing their story. I mean, she took guardianship of him at 20 years old. And he lives with their aunt now. She's at Georgia. But um, that's our, our next one. And then we've got two more. He mentioned one and the other one we're not going to talk about okay. yet. So... Well, I, I know it, you know as hard as it was for you. At least you've got some older, you know, older brother, older sister to kind of, you know, act as a, you know, somewhat father figure and stuff. That's yeah, it's been great to have them. I mean, like without them, I don't know what I'd be doing. You yeah. know, I'd be just a junior losing my mom, and then a senior without my dad. So a senior without both parents. So yeah. without Patrick and our sister Alicia, it's just like I'd be kind of lost. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So they've been great, you know, taking me in and being like parents, really. Yeah. So, so what can the Brookwood community do to support your cause? Just, I would say spread the word as much as you can, you know, get it around to, because, you know, I, a lot of people, almost everyone in Brookwood, I feel like they know my story by now, just from, you know, all the articles that have been out and just from teachers and parents, you know, talking about it. Because, um, you know, it's, 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 it's so tragic that, you know, a lot of people I talk to, they already know who I am. And I'm like, that's, it's just crazy that my name got out there like that, especially in the Brooklyn community because it's so big. Mm. Like, I'm in college now. People are like, your school had how many people? Like, yeah. they can't believe that Brooklyn was this big. And so I would say just, you know, spread the word as much as possible. Get it around the community. And, you know, I have wristbands, you know, people can give out. We have some stickers. We're going to have shirts soon on the website, hats, um, stuff can, like that. Can you give on the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you yes. set up a fundraiser and everything. Yes, okay. you can donate on the website. We have Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, you know, pretty much anything that people use, you can donate through. Okay. So That's, give us your website. Yeah, November Smiles. It's www.novembersmiles.org. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Of course. Um, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah.